Thank you for joining us here at Celebration Church, where we celebrate God, celebrate people, and celebrate life. We hope you enjoy today's message. Good morning! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas! If you are visiting with us this morning, a huge welcome, Merry Christmas. Thank you for spending your Christmas morning with us this morning. Um, It's only an hour service so that you can go and start eating. Has anyone started eating yet? Turkeys, hams, mince pies. Who's a fan of the mince pies? Who's a shortbreader? Who's a Christmas pudding? Yeah. Custard. We have our custard. Now, now. Okay. We're going to vote. We're going to vote. Is it just plain custard or do we go the brandy custard? Hand up for, hand up for plain, plain custard. Hand up for brandy custard. Oh, right. Oh, very good. Very good. Interesting. It's all right. You can buy it in the grocery store. It's fine. Um, So this morning, um, I couldn't bring my gift in because it was multiple, multiple gifts. So it's so funny because a lot of times, um, I'm Charlie, by the way. I don't know if I introduce myself. Too much Christmas spirit and joy. I'm getting distracted. So my name is Charlie. I'm the senior pastor here with my wonderful husband, Benaya, who has taken my little Christmas bauble of a son out because he was starting to whinge. Um, But my Christmas present, so it's always funny because you hear those stories about husbands and wives. And when the husband really wants something, he buys it for his wife as like, here is a power tool. Here is a, but I actually genuinely want those things as a wife. So I'm the one in our family who my husband will be fine for me to say this. I do all of the handyman work. I build the flat packs. And I was so frustrated halfway through the year because I said to Benara, I was like, I don't have a proper toolbox. All of my tools are all over the, all over the garage. I, there's no organization. I'm getting really frustrated. And so he bought me this big toolbox, this metal toolbox, and he has now stacked my toolbox filled with all of the stuff I didn't have. And I was like, that is genuinely a good gift for me. <laughs> Other women might be offended. But... It wasn't just that. He got me some other really lovely things, but I was like, that was a good gift and I'm not even offended by it. I'm not like, you bought me tools for Christmas? I'm like, yes, tools. Anyway, so it was very exciting, very exciting. Um, But I am excited to be able to share with you this morning. I just want to quickly pray before we get into it. Like I said, it's a short service. Don't want to keep you. So just want to pray. Father, I thank you that this morning we get to take a moment in our busy season, in our celebrations, in our joy, just to honour you. Honour you this morning for who you are, for what you bring and for what you give to us this Christmas season. And I just pray, Holy Spirit, that no matter what year anyone has had in this room or listening online, whether they're coming to this Christmas day a little bit disappointed, whether they're coming full of joy, Father, I know that you know where they're at this morning. And I pray, Holy Spirit, that hearts will be open to receive a word from you this morning because you are present and you are available and you are here and you love 
every single one of us more than we can comprehend. So we honour you this morning, Father God, and we honour you, King Jesus. And we just say, this is your day. Come and speak. Come and minister to us in Jesus' name. So like I said, this morning, amen, sorry, amen, amen. Um, thanks, Joey. Joey on the keys. A man of many talents, many talents. So, I mean, this year, it's, it's funny because we kind of come to Christmas and it's definitely been a challenging year. It's definitely been a year unlike any other. I mean, we started obviously with our bushfires and then we had floods and then we had COVID. And it would be silly of me to just ignore all of that and come to this Christmas and be like, everything's fine, everything's normal. But at the same time, I don't want to dwell too much on what's happened this year because I know that even though things go on, and, and like I said before, some of you might be coming to this Christmas day full of joy, full of excitement, loving life. Some of you might be in a situation where you can't visit friends and family and that's really hard and really distressing for you. So I want to honour where everyone's up to. And even this year, you know, things might have affected people differently. You know, some people might have lost their jobs this year. Some people might have, you know, had to say goodbye to family this year. Whatever it's been with the year that you've had, just know on this Christmas day that God knows 100% where you're up to and He is with you in every season, in the highs and in the lows, in the joys, in the sadnesses, when we feel disappointed, when we feel like we're on top of the moon. Um, He's with you in all of that. I became a parent for the first time this year. So my son is eight and a half months old. Um, and that in itself was been like the biggest whirlwind journey of joy and tears. I don't think I've cried so much in my whole life. Um, happy tears, but also like emotional tears of like, what is life? What is sleep? I'm good now, but like, gosh, talk to me the first four weeks or something. I just would have cried if you said, hello, how are you? Don't ask me how I am. Anyway, so it's been a big year. But I feel like in the bigness of even my year, it's kind of given me a different perspective, even on Christmas and even on how we celebrate. So this year, I actually want to talk to you because we often at Christmas talk about, you know, the gifts that you're giving to other people and and how we can honour God with our gifts. I know Natty talked about that, like, you know, with our offering and with a special Christmas offering, honouring Him, giving Him our first gifts. But I actually want to flip it if I can, and talk about what God, Father God, is giving you this Christmas, specifically you. And I don't want you to think, oh, it's for my friend that I invited or it's for this person down the road. Actually, you. Allow yourself to receive from Father God because, yes, Jesus was the most beautiful, most perfect gift of all. But what does that gift of Jesus, of God's only Son, mean to us this Christmas. So I just want to go through some things. The first thing I believe that God wants to give you, Father God wants to give you this Christmas season, is peace. Peace in Jesus' name. It says in Luke 2 verse 14, it's going to be up on the screen. And this is when the shepherds were in the field and they were tending their flock and this heavenly host appeared to them, telling them about Jesus. And I love that this is what they say to them. 
And suddenly there appeared with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among men with whom he is pleased. The Jesus gift, the coming of God's Son, I love that it heralds in and it floods in the gift of peace this Christmas. And in a year, my gosh, when there has been chaos, when there has been confusion, when there has been so much going on, how much do we need? that gift of peace in Jesus' name. And peace means, so good, it doesn't mean no chaos. It doesn't mean being like um, removed from the situation that's going on. It means finding that stillness and it says that peace is shalom in, in the Bible and it means completeness, soundness and welfare. So you can still be in a season of chaos and confusion and, and even maybe fear or doubt, but you find those moments with God where you're like, I am complete, I am sound, I am well in my soul and I can be still knowing that you are God in every season. And this year, I think that I have found my moments of peace. We got the the beauty and the joy of building a deck out the front of our house. And in the quietness of the evening, I go out there and I sit there. And it doesn't mean that everything's fixed in my day. It doesn't mean that I've maybe ticked off my whole to-do list. But I can sit and I can find a moment of stillness and peace with Him going, God, I know that you are God in every season. And I love that the gift of Jesus means that I get get a gift of peace. And so I just want to encourage you and remind you this Christmas season, peace. In Jesus' name, peace over your mind, peace over your situation, and receive it for you. Actually, this is what Father God is saying this Christmas. I have a gift, a box of peace that you get to open up and that you get to partake in that completeness, that soundness, that welfare, that stillness in Jesus' name. So receive His peace this Christmas. Our God is not a God of chaos. Nothing Nothing takes him by surprise. He is peaceful in Jesus' name. The next thing that I believe that God wants to give to you this morning is joy. Yes. Joy, joy, joy. And when the wise men, which is so cool, like I know um, Benai shared a little bit about it last week, who the wise men were and that they were these, you know, incredible men in their age, that they were the, they were the most brilliant minds. And yet they came searching for a baby to worship, which is like so crazy. I mean, I look at my son and I think of like, I don't know who are the best minds in our day today, but even people like... I don't know, you're all going to be like, do you think that's a brilliant mind? Um, like maybe Elon Musk or like somebody like that who's like creative and innovative. Imagine him coming and worshipping my son who's just like, eh, like that is just crazy. But that they knew who Jesus was and they wanted to honour him. And I love this. It's so cool. So this is when the wise men, they went to Herod. And after they met with King Herod, it says in Matthew 2 verse 9, it says, They went on their way, and behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them until it came to rest over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. They knew they were following this star for days, trying to find King Jesus so that they could worship him. And when it rested over the place where he was, these wise men, these brilliant minds, these, you know, scholars and astrologers of their day, 
rejoiced exceedingly with great joy because they knew that star represented King Jesus. And they knew that when they saw it, they're like, that is where he is. We get to go and worship him. And I love that. And so this morning, be encouraged that a gift God wants to give you with the gift of Jesus is joy, is joy in your morning, is joy in the nighttime, is joy in the hard times, is joy when you feel like, oh, are we even going to be able to get through this year? It is exceedingly rejoicing above and beyond joy because of who Jesus is. And I love that. I love that he brings joy. I love that joy is not just a feeling and it's not just an emotion, but it's a lasting thing inside of you. It says that joy is is a feeling of great pleasure, happiness, contentment, or delight. It's not fleeting. It's not happiness. It doesn't come and go. Joy is something that stays with you because you know the reality of who King Jesus is. And this morning... Find joy in the little things. Find joy in the moments. Yes, this Christmas might look different. Yes, you might not be seeing the family that you normally see. Yes, there might be a little bit of disruption and things that have gone on, but there are still so much beautiful moments of joy to be found. Even, I mean, I was sitting here just before with my son and one of the most beautiful things at the moment for me as a mom is he's starting to, you know, reciprocate. Um, physical touch and like emotion and you know he's responding to his smile I mean he's been smiling at me for ages but in terms of like touch and he reaches out now and intentionally touches my face and grabs at me and will smile at me and for me he could be screaming his lungs out he could have just done the worst poopy nappy but in that moment I find the beautiful moment of joy because I'm like you are so precious and God has created you and I get the joy of raising you and even in that even whatever your world may look like this year there are still moments of joy there is still moments when you can be thankful for the person that you're sitting next to for the fact that you're healthy for the fact that you've got through 2020 for the fact that you're going home and you've got food on the table there are moments of joy this Christmas and our God wants to bless you and give you a gift of joy so receive his joy in Jesus name the next gift that I believe that Father God wants to give you through the gift of Jesus is his love. His love, his love, his love. And I'll actually get whoever's on keys. Joey, are you, are you on keys or on guitar or some? This is my last little point so we can just transition it. Um, so it says in John three sixteen. And I wanted to read you the message version of this. It says, this is how much God loved the world. He gave his son, his one and only son, and this is why. So that no one needed to be destroyed. By believing in him, anyone can have a whole and lasting life. God didn't go to all the trouble of sending his son merely to point an accusing finger, telling the world how bad it was. He came to help, to put the world right again. Anyone who trusts in him is acquitted. Anyone who refuses to trust him has long since been under the death sentence without knowing it. And why? Because of that person's failure to believe in the one-of-a-kind son of God when introduced to him. And this Christmas season, this is kind of like my main thing that I guess I want you guys to get a fresh revelation of this Christmas is the Father's love. 
His love for you. I was thinking about it. I was said to Benara, I was like, maybe as an example, I'll have Bear up here and give him away to one of you and be like, you can take him now. And you'll be like, whoa, that is like a weird thing to do at Christmas. And I was like, mm, maybe not, because then he'll burst into tears and it will be very distracting. But becoming a mum, and also because I have a son, I have been so overwhelmed with the revelation of when God gave up his son for us. And not just us in terms of when we were loving towards him, when we were honoring towards him, when we were, you know, doing all the right things and walking in the, you know, the life that he had for us. But he gave up his son for the worst of the worst of the worst of the worst. The people that don't know him, that don't love him, that don't respect him, that don't acknowledge him, that don't um, know, even know that he is God. And, and yet his love so overwhelmed him and so overcame him that he was like, I love you enough to sacrifice something for you, even when you don't know the power of that sacrifice, even when you don't know the gift of that sacrifice. And this morning, more than anything, yes, we celebrate Jesus. Yes, we celebrate a beautiful baby coming to this earth and the, and the joy and the miracle of that Christmas story of Mary and Joseph, 100%. But I also want you to focus on the gift of an overwhelming, so all-encompassing love of a father that said, I want you so badly. I want you to know me. I want you to love me. I want you to know the life that I have for you so much that I'm willing to risk it all. I'm willing to lay it all on the line to get rid of it all just because I adore you. And I love this version because it says, he didn't come to wave an accusing finger at us. And I think, oh, how heartbreaking for God <laughs> when people say, Oh, you know, God just wants to smite me or he wants to, you know, strike me down with a lightning bolt. Oh, it's so not who he is. He's always been and he always will be from the beginning of time until the end of our days, motivated by love for you, <laughs> for you. His heart, his, his motivation is not this big, white-bearded, angry God sitting on a cloud going, you swear and I'm going to send my lightning bolt down. And I love that this verse challenges that. And it says that's not what he does. That's not what who he is. He sent Jesus to help, to put the world right, to mend broken hearts, to mend families, to put people back together in homes, to love people, to set people free. And this morning, more than anything, receive the gift of your heavenly Father's overwhelming, uncontainable, uncontrollable love for you. And it doesn't matter what your year has been like. It doesn't matter if you've been in quotation marks, a good Christian, or you've read your Bible, or you've come to church. Do you know what? God doesn't care about that. His heart for you is the same yesterday, today, forever. His love for you does not shift and change based on your performance. His love for you stays and is steadfast because of you, because of who you are to Him. And I love that. I love Him. I love that that is who He is. I would not, no offense, no offense, church, but I wouldn't give my son for any of you. I know. I would not sacrifice the life of my eight-month-old baby for any of you. 
And I think that that's a good thing for a mum to say, right? Some of you are like offended by that, like, oh, Pastor Charlie, how could you? Um, but no, I feel like that's a normal thing. It'd be a little bit psychotic if I was like, I'll give my baby to save you. That's weird. Um, so I wouldn't because of my love for him. And so when you think about God, that he so freely sent Jesus into such a messy world, into such a broken world, into such a hurting world, because he so adored and loved you, that this Christmas is the best gift, the best gift that you will ever receive is understanding and getting a fresh revelation of the Father's love for you this Christmas in Jesus' name. And I love as well, I know it says, you know, God, you know, it's not going to shake an accusing finger at you. Jesus not, is not picky with where he turns up. He's not precious in terms of, I mean, he was born in a manger with animals and it was messy and it was not royal or, you know, a hospital bed or anything like that. He's actually attracted to brokenness and to mess. So this Christmas, if you feel you're a little bit broken, if you feel like you're a little bit messy, if you feel like maybe 2020 wasn't the year that you had hoped it had been, then congratulations. You're in the perfect season and the perfect place for King Jesus to show up and for you to be so receiving of his love that he fixes and he heals. No matter what your 2020s looked like, there is no end to his peace. That's his first gift to you this Christmas. There is no end to his joy and there is no end to his love for you. I don't know what physical gifts you're going to receive this Christmas, but if you walk out of this place going, Father, I receive because of Jesus, your peace. I can have a still, quiet mind. I can have moments of feeling content and safe in you because of your peace. Then that is a good Christmas. If you can leave going Father God, because of Jesus, I can receive your joy. Not just a fleeting moment of happiness and laughter, but joy that lasts. Joy that is safe and content and delights in who you are. Then that is a good Christmas. If you can have this Christmas receiving his love, knowing that no matter who you are, no matter what you've done, no matter what your 2020 looked like, no matter even what your Christmas morning has looked like, his love for you is consistent and it is steadfast and it stays and it will fight for you. It will run after you. It will sacrifice. It's all for you to heal you, to hold you, to give you a hope and a future and a purpose. If you can receive that love this Christmas, then it is a good Christmas in Jesus' name. This Christmas, this is the Christmas story. This is who Jesus is. He's not just a, you know, I mean, sometimes we think about Jesus as this helpless little baby lying there, you know, whatever. But he's not. This is who he is. He is peace. He is joy. He is love. He is the saviour of the world, which is so, you know, that's in itself strong and courageous and and incredible. He's a warrior that fights for you. So this Christmas, we honor baby Jesus. Yes, 100%, but also see him for who he is and receive what he actually brings. Not just a baby, not just the dribble, not just the poopy nappies, but the love, the joy, and the peace in Jesus' name. And just with your eyes closed, I just want to take a moment because I believe, like I said, the greatest gift that you can receive is his love. 
And if you're here in this place and you have never received his love before, you've never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Saviour, I'm not going to ask you to do anything. I'm not going to ask you to put up your hand. I just want you to take a moment in your heart this Christmas to say, Jesus, I believe in you and I receive your love. Even just where you're sitting. It's not, it doesn't have to be out loud. It doesn't have to be anything extravagant. But this Christmas, the greatest three gifts is his peace, is his joy, and is his love. And Father, I just pray for every single person here. I pray that if that is them, if this is the first time that they actually want to receive your love, Holy Spirit, that you would open up their, their eyes and their mind and their heart to receive you in all of your fullness, your love and your power and your beauty in all of its truth. And Holy Spirit, I pray that you will help this person or these people that are making that decision this morning to just get to know you and love you as their Lord and their Saviour. And Father, I thank you that you're not distant, that you're not far off, but you are here and you are present for every single one of us in every single moment. And this Christmas, you are our greatest gift. You are our greatest gift, Father God and King Jesus. The beauty of partaking in a relationship with you, in a love with you, is the, the best and the most joyous thing that we can celebrate this Christmas. So Father, I pray that as they go off with their families, with their friends, as they eat, as they celebrate, God, that you would just give them so much joy, so much peace, so much love. I pray for families this Christmas that might be walking into um, conflict, that might be walking into, you know, situations that are a little bit tense. God, I pray for restoration. I pray for resolutions. I pray for um, reconciliation within families this Christmas, that it won't be awkward, that there won't be any family blow-ups, but just your love, your peace, and your joy will cover every single person as they walk out of this building, all listening online in Jesus' name. And we thank you as well that at Christmas, calories don't count. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. We love you. I finished 10 minutes early. Praise Jesus, Christmas miracles. Enjoy your Christmas. We're here on Sunday, 10 a.m. Come, bring your family, bring your friends. Otherwise, just go and be with your beautiful family and friends and have a wonderful day. We love you, church. We hope you were encouraged by today's message. If you would like to know more about our church, please go to celebrationchurch.com.au.